Hey, <laughs> we're back. It's so loud, bro. <laughs> we opened the Yo. podcast so loud. Hey. I'm sorry for our uh, headphone listeners. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so there's a reason we're all exciting right now. Giddy? <laughs> yeah, so oh, um, normally we would do a normal opener to the episode, but we just, I don't know how many minutes... Like, uh, like we just three. recorded like five minutes. Okay, three to five minutes. Three to five minutes of podcast, and it wasn't recording. So <laughs> we were, it was like we knew really it would good, happen one day. It was like really good conversation, oh, <laughs> and wow. we're like, I was like, oh, this is going super well, and then Ben <laughs> just is just like Ryan. Is this even going? <laughs> I look down and it's not recording. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, Ben, thank you for catching uh, that before we recorded an hour. I'm, I'm very thankful we caught that. Oh man, that was <laughs> that oh, was exciting. Boy. Anyways, anyways, um, we're gonna kick off our podcast. I mean, we're just gonna, whatever, just try to make this natural <laughs> until we catch up. Uh, oh, dude, it ben, is natural. What you drinking in uh, following the tradition following that we started? The tradition, I'm drinking black cherry vanilla Western Family sparkling water. That's so sick. This is so hard <laughs> to make this natural. <laughs> no, it's not, no, it's not, bro. Just go. Just talk. All right, all right. Um, so Ben, no, Western family. Oh <laughs> we gotta restart. Ben, come back. We're doing. And we're restarting again, bro. You can't go online. This is garbage. Come sit back down. We can. We can edit this. We can. Ben, Ben, they like to hear us laugh. Come back. back. Okay, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) We gotta restart this. We gotta do round three. Dude, just talk like a normal It's just TV. two minutes of nothing but us laughing. <laughs> no, okay, okay. This is not going no, on the pod, bro. Is. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, gosh. Hello, I'm Ryan. You're listening to the Border Buds Podcast, where we talk about a wide range of topics, mostly centering around movies that we watch. Make sure to follow our letterbox profiles to stay up to date on our discussions each episode. Okay, hey, we're back. Oh boy, that was that, good. That was special. That was very special. Yeah, so we um, there was about like another two minutes after that where we were just devolving into insanity. Minor laugh attack. Yeah, we were both crying. <laughs> ben just got up and left. <laughs> we were both like laughing. It, it was too much. It, it was, was so much. much. We um, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so we're we we're just gonna continue. We're just gonna um, continue from here. Uh yeah, so Ben, you said you're drinking your black I'm cherry drinking, vanilla. Yes, and it's lovely. And yeah, how how is it? So good. Um, it tastes like a cream soda. If anyone knows what a what a cream soda tastes, I would I assume think most people know. I would ass- assume most people know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's sparkling water, so it's like the most pop tasting sparkling water I've ever had. <laughs> 
what? <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just like yeah. I can't stop laughing. Yeah, I know. We're just coming I, off of this. We have this. We're just trying now. to. We're just trying to get our bearings back we're just, here. We'll get. We'll get it together. I promise. Anyways, to be a good episode. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what are you sipping on? Um, Ben, I'm dr- I'm <laughs> I'm drinking the Harvester Winter Wheat Ale by Red Truck Beer, and it's sweet. It's pretty good. Um, it's very light. Really. It's not like a light beer. It's very but it's, light, but it's, it's not it's, a light beer. No, like light, like L I T E. Ah, like it's not a water beer. Like it's it's legit beer. It I tastes see. like a loaf of bread in liquid form. Wow, in a good way. Um, truly is a wheat beer. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 like easy to sip on. Nice. It's very yeah. It's it's good. It's awesome. Um, I like it. It's very low on the hops side of things, so it's not super bitter or anything. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm sipping on. Good stuff. I'm less healthy than what I've been sipping on, but that's all right. It's okay, dude. Uh, yeah, and usually I don't have a drink with our podcast, but uh, yeah, it's unusual. Yeah, usually I'm I'm a no no drink kind of man when we're recording. Yeah, like I'm, I'll have something before and then right. when we start recording. I'm not, but this time I, I, I always have a drink. I'm a new man. I've You're turned a new, a new man. Turned a new uh, page. Turned a new corner. leaf. Right? Isn't that the saying? Turn new leaf? Is that even something people say? I might have to, <laughs> I think if, it. if it's not, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> no, it totally like is, dude. No, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, man. What, how's your life going, Ben? <laughs> dude, it's good. Yeah? Life's good. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, man. What have I been up to? Well, I had a buddy's bachelor party on the weekend, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just a good time. Excited for him. Just in that phase of life right now where people are getting married. So Yeah, our friend Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. Getting married in when? Uh, Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, shout out to Lucas. Shout out to Lucas. Um, so that sort of was, I would say, yeah, something unusual in my week. Okay. Yeah. Sick. What about you? Um. What about me? Well... I've just been doing working on school, but uh, this weekend got up to some fun Halloween festivities. Went it was Halloween to a pumpkin patch with my girlfriend and her family. Your fiance. My, oh my gosh, this is the second time in a row. Second I'm, time. I'm, I'm definitely editing. No, you're that not, out. bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my fiance and her family. Oh, yeah. I'm such a horrible fiance. <laughs> you're you gonna say boyfriend. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Um. Where was I? Yeah, so we we went to like a pumpkin patch, uh, but it was Halloween, so there was nothing there. Like it was <laughs> yeah, all just like went. moldy. It was all just <laughs> moldy pumpkins. I show up because I came to carve pumpkins after you guys went to the patch, and you guys are like, "Uh, so Ben, we got you the last pumpkin that no, was at ben, the patch. You didn't even get a pumpkin from the patch because we literally <laughs> the four pumpkins that we got were the last ones that were. This we is didn't even, new information. We didn't even to me. have anything that we like. So where did out. my pumpkin come okay, from? I'll, t- I'll get to that. <laughs> this <laughs> is new information to me. You liars. We, no, we didn't lie to you exactly, but we um <laughs> we we like there's oh, okay. It's me, Sadie, her brother, mom. So there's five of us, not including Ben wasn't there. No, I wasn't there. He yet. just came later. But we so there's five of us, and we got. Um, we all picked like our pumpkins, but there was like nothing there because it was like Halloween day, like afternoon, and it was everything there was moldy or squished to bits wow. or just like so cracked over. in half, like so picked over because like after Halloween, like no one gets pumpkins, right? Um, 
So we literally like, I was struggling. I I didn't yeah. even find my own pumpkin. Wow. City's brother brought me a pumpkin, and so that's incredible. I was like, oh, I'm sick. So yeah, I I did get one, and it was not like ideal or anything. It was pretty lopsided, so it barely even stood up. But <laughs> you're we literally got the last ones that were there because wow. we were the last people at the patch. So that's incredible. We got yours from the the big box of oh, pumpkins yeah. that they have by the checkout no way. at the the corn maze That's like awesome. area yeah yeah um and so we were like just find ben a pumpkin in there <laughs> <laughs> and those ones they were all super small yeah they were and so we were like this is fun. not ideal we all it was kind still of, fun yeah we had fun we did yeah yeah i, I was pretty proud of my jack-o-lantern that yeah that dude yours me. was sick the super clean lines yeah, yeah. I, I, I normally like put the least amount of effort out of everybody into yeah, my pumpkins. I'm kind of famous for that. It's my thing. Right. Like at this point, even if I wanted to put effort into it, I couldn't because <laughs> yeah. it would be breaking tradition. But you seem to have put some effort into this one. Well, yeah, but like, like you still did you finished, see what Sadie was doing? Yeah, she was like, yeah, like you still finished <laughs> really quick. But like, dude, it looked so clean. I was, I was impressed. I was impressed. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I can't even remember what you did for yours. Uh, I just did some silly face. It took me like ten minutes. Nice. Yeah, mine took. I was just playing around with my camera. So yeah, yeah that's true. You weren't. That even... was that was mainly why I was there. Yeah. I just wanted to play around with my camera. Yeah, take some good pictures. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about your new camera? Right. Yeah. So I bought a I bought a camera off of uh, a buddy, and uh, so that's been fun. I've always been wanting to invest in in a camera and. Um, so I'm excited and I'm learning, learning about photography. Yeah. So that's, that's it's a also, nice camera. It's not yeah, just dude. any camera. No, it's like no. Yeah. So I bought it off of a buddy who's, uh, like he's like a filmmaker, photographer. Professional photog- yeah, yeah. Film guy. So, uh, I just asked if he was selling any, any, uh, mirrorless cameras and he was. So I got a, a good deal on, uh, on a nice camera. Yeah. Yeah. And it was his like personal Camera, yeah like yeah like he's yeah he time. really used it so like i i was like okay yeah like got the recommendation is, yeah i know this is gonna be good and it is it's it's amazing it's really nice quality so yeah it's super sick yeah lots of uh <laughs> lots of options with what you can do with it so yeah yeah so yeah no we did uh jack lanterns you were there yeah that was fun and then we went and had a family gathering that yes Halloween. yes we uh, did we pranked our friend jordan that was awesome. <laughs> showing up at his door because <laughs> his family doesn't do Halloween, so we <laughs> they had their like porch lights turned off and they uh, <laughs> like said a, no a, treats. a sign on their door that said no, no treats. treats. <laughs> so lame. So then Kiefer. <laughs> and then yeah, Kiefer said my uh, fiance's brother. brother. Yeah. She he um <laughs> wanted to go like prank them, so he like had this fat suit <laughs> that's like inflatable, and so like he this big so ridiculous. fat suit. That made him look like a snowman. Yeah. And then he had this rubber chicken mask that is truly one of the most terrifying it's things. Terrifying. And he just walked up to the door with this like plastic grocery bag yeah. and he was like, Twicker Tweet. Yeah, he talked and, like, exactly this, like, like that. Twicker Tweet. This, this kid's like 19. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, yeah. Like, so he's tall. Like, like, so he's, like he's way taller than I am. It's just really funny he's because like he's just like this dude who's just alone trick or treating. Yeah. Showing up to this house that, that says has, no treat. You could not be more clear that they <laughs> yeah. do not want trick or treaters. <laughs> and, and then Jordan, our friend, is just like, he's like, 
uh, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes inside. He grabs like Meanwhile, one Snickers bar. <laughs> yeah, a Snickers gives... bar and a Twix. Yeah, two little. And drops it in the bag. And he's like, yeah, he's have like, a good okay, evening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, leaves. Meanwhile, the whole time, me and Ben Ooh, were, were hiding out in the bushes, yeah. recording it on our cameras. Yeah. And oh, so we got man. the whole thing on video, yeah, which is cool. awesome. So we'll be watching uh, it for years. To yeah, come. that was funny. So that was a great, uh, hilarious. And then you went home, and then I went over to Sadie's, and we stayed up pretty late and watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. It does and, not sound like a movie I want to watch. Well, we were just like, we got to watch a, a scary movie. It's Halloween, so we did, and it was uh, really good. Was it scary? Yeah, it's kind of like got this whole like history around it where. Um, like it's not an excessively violent or profane or like se- sexual movie in any way. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's pretty clean content wise, mm-hmm. but it's very like disturbing because what, um, the things in the movie that happened in the movie and the props, it's, it was filmed on an extremely low budget in the middle of Texas in mm. the middle of July. Interesting. So all of the actors have like these horrible stories and experiences. Mo- every single actor that was on the set was injured while filming wow. in major serious ways. A lot of them like were, had to take vomit breaks to go throw up they for props like they they collected actual roadkill off of the streets what? there was a human skeleton in the movie what like so the what you're seeing on the movie is pretty much real that's like people are so actually bizarre. getting cut on accident and bleeding wow like it's crazy so wow. it's kind of like this cult thing yeah uh that's become like massive over time but yeah, yeah. um it's got like really like, interesting history behind the filmmaking process and it's kind of a kind of the last time anything like that was done because mm-hmm. now there's so many laws in place to protect studios and right actors, you couldn't do that now every actor has multiple lawyers and yeah people and, and stunt doubles and everything well, right, and right. like even low budget movies right you still have rights like this right. movie was extremely low budget but nowadays yep. you can't get away with any of that so yeah. it's kind of like the the last time like we, we like uh, i heard someone say that like we got this movie the one time and it a great movie was made huh. because of it but we'll never see never get it ever again hmm which is kind of cool. That so is cool. That's we very it. interesting it was a good, history. Good movie. I, I was surprised about how much I liked it. Hmm. It had some great acting in it. Um, and nice. it was a great way to end the spooktober season. And now nice. it is November. It is. So now it's time for Christmas movies. Yeah. Yippee. <laughs> some would say. <laughs> so, some would say. Yeah. Sorry if that was long-winded, but that's what I no, got dude. up to this weekend. That's good. That's good. Do you want to get into our first... Uh, oh, well... We should talk about our music that we listen to. Yeah, yeah. What have you been listening to? Okay, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I've been listening to uh, this week, anyways. I've been listening to the Strokes' latest record that came out in 2020. I think April hmm. 2020. Um, the new, the new Abnormal. And what's the genre? Uh, indie rock, alternative okay. rock. They're indie rock, but they're not like indie. Like they're very well known, but they kind of like sparked the indie rock or like. Yeah, they were one of the like, founding fathers of the 2000s, 90s indie rock hmm. genre. But they're, uh, I haven't really been a huge fan of a lot of the Strokes music. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's good music, but I'm not like crazy about it. But this recent album, when it came out, yeah. its lead single, At The Door, blew me away. It's huh. one of my favorite songs of all time. Anyone who's listening, listen to At The Door by The Strokes. Interesting. Um, so like you I had think, never really been into these guys until you heard until the single? I heard the single. Interesting. I heard the single. There was some buzz around it. I listened to it and you know, everyone loves like that I've talked to loves this song, but I don't think anyone loves it quite as much as me. I would say hmm. it's I'll have to give maybe it a, my give favorite it song of the entire, well, I guess it came out in 2020, so it's not 
Mm. Crazy to say it's my favorite of the decade, but oh my. um yeah, I guess of the 2020s so far, I have not heard a better song. Interesting. Wow. It's That's high so high acclaim. One of my favorite songs of all time. Wow. Uh, and the album that it that followed uh in the coming months was very good not as good but that's hard to get as good as that song right so i the new abnormal really good has some really awesome indie rock just like alternative rock uh songs like super catchy a lot of them really cool instrumentals uh the lead singer is he's got an amazing voice julian something like oh julian casablanca hmm. is his last name um yeah it's nice. a great record. Nice. I highly recommend it. So I've been listening to that just kind of in my car driving from here to there this week. That's sweet. It's a, it's a good, it sounds awesome. It's a good record. I would recommend you checking it out. I will check it out. So what 100%. have you been listening to, Ben? Um, what have I been listening to? Uh, okay, so <laughs> I was introduced to a new artist. Oh. Uh, what would that have been? A week ago? Maybe just over a week ago? Um, Brother Tiger. Right, you told me about this. So it's like an electronic uh, genre of music, but it's very like airy and spacey for the most part. Um, There's a very few songs out of all of his discography that like I would skip, and like he's got he's got music going back to like 2012, 20 I think 2012, maybe even later or earlier than that. Um, Lots of music, lots of music. So. I've just been putting that in at work and it just, I just get in the zone and, uh, it's totally that kind of music that I can just like focus to. Uh, so I've really enjoyed finding that, um, just such easy, 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 uh, such easy, uh, listening music. Um, also, uh, a, I just had an album come back to me this last week. Uh, Junk by M83 and I I forgot mm. how much I love this album like I love this album I don't think I've heard this one I've heard their one rec- like their popular right. album right the called. his the main one is uh, Hurry Up We're Dreaming yeah that one yeah which is I mean fantastic <clears throat> but honestly I think Junk I I like Junk more Um, one of my favorite albums just hands down and I just can't believe I forgot about it and um so that's been really fun listening to that nice yeah yeah so you're pretty into the like electronic scene the edm yeah house but not uh not like not like trappy electronic stuff not like not like trance stuff but like more airy um i like airy sounds yeah Mm. Yeah, which I, f- I feel like I find that in, uh, like, M83 a lot of the time and in this yeah, maybe Brother Tiger. makes very, like, nostalgic-sounding music. Yeah. Very... Yeah. Yeah. Very spacey. Yeah, I've kind, of, I've kind of been exploring this uh, this genre again. It's been a little while, so... Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, I guess we should get into our next uh, segment. We're going to do... Game time. Yeah, game time. So we, we did this uh, two episodes ago. Or three, and two or three, two or three. and uh, we're going to we're going to give it another go. Give this, it a rip. If you guys uh, didn't hear the last episode where we played this game, I'll give you a brief rundown. We uh, basically stalked each other's letterbox profiles um, at all of the movies we've watched. Uh, picked three, and uh, 
we're going to see how good our memory is of what we rated the movies that the other person picked. So, for example, so fun. if I pick a movie from Ben's um, letterbox profile that he's seen, and then I'll remember the rating and ask him what he reviewed it, and mm-hmm. then he has to accurately remember, and, and we'll maybe, see who wins. Yes. So yes. it's just a fun a way to talk about some of the movies that we've seen. Yeah. Try to dig up some more obscure ones. Yep. So, uh, I'll let you go first, Ben. Okay, let's do it. Do it. Okay, first movie that I am bringing up to you is The Amazing Spider Man. Oh, with Andrew Garfield. Yeah, no. Um, I remember, man, I I liked this one. Did you? I did, but Mm. not that much. (laughs) It's not like a great movie. Okay. I'm going to say I give it a three, and uh, mm. don't tell me if I'm wrong or right yet, but uh, I think it was, like, a very passable, entertaining action movie mm. that did very little to, you know, leave me with anything else mm. after I finished watching. It's probably, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies are the least interesting Spider-Man movies I out there. I would wholeheartedly agree with you. So, yeah, I'm going to say I give it a three. Interesting. Um... I will say your rating surprised me okay. on, on Letterboxd. Uh, you're wrong. Oh, no. It's not three. Uh, you gave it one and a half. What? Yeah. <laughs> the original The Amazing Spider-Man. You gave one and a half on Letterboxd. Weird. Yeah. I don't remember disliking it that much. I, I gave it one and a half, but I didn't. I really didn't like it. But you also did. I was like, what? So Man, that is why I'm, I'm disappointed this. in my memory, because I remember like <laughs> not really like being crazy about it, but I also remember it being entirely like inoffensive as well. Yeah, maybe, maybe just, it was maybe like, I was maybe just it was in just a zone. Like, yeah, and the when day I logged that, it, yeah. the day I logged it, I was just yeah. not feeling the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, that could be. Because that was a while. That was like yeah. over well over a year ago that yeah. I did that huge logging marathon. Right. right. Okay. Well. So, anyways, I'll I'll. Uh, what you got coming for me? Okay, Ben. The first movie I've got for you is The Lorax. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, boy. I hardly remember this movie. <laughs> I was hoping. When did that movie come out? What like year? 20, I want to say 2012. I could... I'm yeah. Somewhere around, around then? Something like that. Oh, Early 2010s. I... Dude, I've hardly got any memories of this movie. Um, I don't know. Like a... Two and a half? Did I give it two and a half? You like, gave it a three. Okay, yeah. You're pretty, close. Pretty average. Yeah. It wasn't but, a very memorable movie, clearly. Well, I it's memorable for me only for the... Uh, there There was kind of like a meme a few years back um, where the uh, song uh, Let It Grow kind of oh, came back into popularity. I don't know if I've heard Let It Grow. Yeah, well, you've seen the movie, so you've heard the song at oh, some point okay. in your life. Um, but, oh, like it was actually like part was of the movie. the movie. It wasn't like, just like a the, spoof of Let of It Go. Movie, spoiler alert for the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, there's a song at the end where uh, Mr. O'Hare from O'Hare Air, um, oh which my. is the brand That's where he sells right. air. Yes. The, guy, the short yes, guy with yeah, the yeah, yeah, Kim yeah. Jong-un haircut. Oh, boy. Um, he, <laughs> he's, um, they're like, the whole town is basically bullying him. Right. Because he's the bad guy in the movie. And... They're singing a song about how you should let it grow, like trees, because yeah, there's yeah. no trees. That's funny. And it's a pretty funny song. Wow. 
there's a character called Granny Norma, who's the grandma of the main character, mm. and she whacks him on the head with her wow. cane. You remember so goes, much of this. Dude. Well, dude, I saw this. I watched the, the, the song like 20 times when oh the meme my. was popular. Okay. So it's I have like little flex. I have the entire all the lyrics of that song memorized. I could sing it all. I'm not gonna Let's do that not. today. <laughs> but maybe in a future episode, I can sing "Let It Grow." Okay. Okay. We can plan for that. Yeah. <laughs> Never gonna happen. No, no. All right. Uh, your turn. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. Oh my. Next movie. Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. Um, that's a five. Boom. And a like. Yep. Yep. Oh, I just wanted to hear your brief thoughts on it. Yeah, because it was. I just felt like talking about this movie. So. Okay. <laughs> well, you saw it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw it because you saw it, and you said it was so good. You have to go watch it. Yeah. No, I gave this a five. Um, I'm like, not a Will Ferrell fan. I like. No, I'm not movies. either. I I I love Elf and Step Brothers and Talladega Nights are okay. They've got their moments, but they're not like great movies. They're definitely memorable, but not great. Uh, so like, I don't know. I have a pretty mixed experience with Will Ferrell, but I've never, one thing I've never seen him in is a dramatic movie. Yeah. I've only seen him in comedies. Yeah. The Lego movie maybe is the closest thing I'd seen to him being a dramatic character. Hmm. Uh, cause he does get kind of sentimental in that one, but in stranger than fiction, he plays a really down on his luck guy. who's kind of going through an existential crisis. Yeah. And I'm not really going to tell any details of the movie because pretty much everything right. is a spoiler. Right. But, um, yeah, this movie is like gets pretty like abstract, and it gets you in the feels. It's man. really it got me sad, in the feels, but also very hopeful. Yeah, and totally. It has, I don't know. It's just one of those movies that was like bewildering. I loved this, movie. but also it's super like surreal. This yeah. movie, it doesn't. Everything feels weird, like it shouldn't be happening, but yeah. It, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It's just one of those movies where I was speechless after it ended, yeah. and I just loved everything so about it. So thought-provoking. And I was captivated the entire yeah. time. And I didn't know about this movie until um, Patrick showed it right. to me. He told me about it, and so we watched it. Right. And, uh, yeah, I was blown away. So yeah. any, I would recommend to our audience, to anyone, uh, Stranger Than Fiction. came out in, like, oh, 2008 mm-hmm. with Will Ferrell. Um great movie can't mm-hmm. recommend it enough cool yeah that's an easy five stars bang bang okay i'll give you your next movie um oh, no. blackfish the documentary oh, that was awesome it was super sad uh i probably gave it oh man somewhere between four and five. Oh, i don't know what i gave it um i must say four and a half you are correct Woo! sir four and a half bang bang yeah um, um man blackfish uh, yeah that it's an eye-opener and uh amazing uh killer whales are amazing creatures they're so smart like maybe the smartest animal dolphins are pretty smart too dolphins yeah anyways uh yeah i guess again it's been a while since mm-hmm. i'd seen that one yeah, but i remember I, I remember that definitely hit me in the feels and like um but also just like yeah so interesting learning about how yeah like how smart they they are well as and how, creatures and like, it, this movie is more about like the the way the humans abuse. have abused them yeah in like stuff like sea world or whatever yeah. or the didn't one time this movie that... pretty much cancel 
Sea World's. Uh... It was canceled before. Was that it? Was one, it before? before this movie okay. just documented it. Okay. Um, but it did a really good job at showing oh. how these the mental creatures of these that animals. are so yeah. smart and intelligent are just like were contained and used for like simple entertainment yeah. and abused by humans and how they kind of like fought back against that because they're not meant yeah. to be kept in well like the mental health of these parks. creatures was in like disarray right like it, yeah and like yeah. there's one incident where a trainer like they're they they train these these killer whales um but at any moment you realize like you can train them as much as you want, but they can still do whatever they want. And yeah. There was an incident where a killer whale murdered its trainer. Yeah. It dragged it under the water yeah. and like didn't let her go. No. And then that was like a huge shock to everybody. Yeah. And it was like a lot, ton of people watched it live and yeah. it was a whole thing. But this movie kind of explained why that happened and why humans shouldn't be keeping them. Right. So. Well, and what's interesting is um, I, I would have to confirm this, but I don't think that there are i could be wrong but i don't think there are documented cases of killer whales uh like murdering human beings outside of sea world like in the wild well uh, sea world and there's other like places like that like sea world right but like in the wild there i don't think there's any recorded cases of humans being killed by killer whales yeah it, really yeah, i i think okay I be, can I can look into I, I, that and confirm I believe, that. I totally believe that. But like, like that's why, why that's incredible. Like it just shows you how intelligent these creatures are. Yeah. Of like you know oh these people like they're not food to us or whatever right and like that's just I don't know I find that so interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll look it's into a, that it's during a well-made this episode. Documentary. Yeah, would recommend yeah. if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, you, so yeah, you gave it a 4.5. Boom. I feel like that's a pretty fair rating. Yep. Yep. Okay. You ready for this last one? I'm ready. Hit me with it. I was surprised by this, but I mean, yeah, I was surprised. Anyway, The, great, the Greatest Showman. Uh, did I give it half a star? No. No, you didn't give it half can, a star. Can I give a second try? Yeah. Did I get give it one star? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm shocked. I hated it, dude. I because I'm like I'm like, like Ryan likes musicals. I thought so. Like I, well, okay, just because I like musicals doesn't mean I like every musical, right? That can be said about. I a just lot of I things. just thought this was a musical that most people enjoyed. It is okay. I hate it. See, th- that's more why I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. No, it is yeah. pretty like because you like musicals, and I've heard this was <laughs> a good musical. Yeah, I don't know what it's. Av- I'd be curious to know what its average score is on Letterboxd out of like the community. Three point three. Is that the average? Yeah. Okay. Which still isn't fantastic, that's a, that's but it's, a it's good. Positive score. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why did I hate it? So, so okay. <laughs> I feel so bad. My my family usually listens to this podcast, and my family loved this movie. Uh-oh. So uh, I apologize. <laughs> I'm in advance. Apologies but, in advance. Uh, they they dragged me to the theaters to watch this. Oh like, man. When whenever it came out, like 2017 or so. 18. That's probably they, why, because you went against your will. Well, I was like, okay, yeah, fine. We we all went to see it as a family. It was a fun experience, but like I just thought it was terrible. And so when we were talking about it on the drive home, like I was optimistic going into this movie, right? Um, but like on our drive home from the theater, we were all like talking about it as a family, and everyone. In my family was like, oh my gosh, this movie was so awesome. And they're just talking about all the things they liked. And I didn't like 
very much about it at all. Mm. But I didn't want to be the negative Nancy who just dragged everyone down. So like, but then they like finally asked me, like, I think my dad or mom like asked me my opinion on it. And I was like, like, I was just like, this movie was awful. (laughs) They were like, they were like, how can you say that? (laughs) So that was what I remember um, seeing this movie in theaters. Yeah. I feel that the, well, okay, for one thing, like, even the backstory aside of P.T. Barnum, who was a horrible person, just a horrible, huh. awful, abusive guy. I know nothing about this um, movie. And they, they, he's played by Hugh Jackman in this movie. Right. And he, there's so much wrong with the way they, like, Portray depict him? his character. Oh. They, like, romanticize circuses, which are, historically, have been really horrible, abusive scenarios for humans and animals. Huh. Um, and uh, just exploitative events for people's entertainment kind of like the blackfish scenario just really like exploiting something that shouldn't be exploited like animals and people who have like disabilities and stuff like that like circuses just have a lot of skeletons and just Mm -hmm. not not a good history Mm -hmm. um that's why they don't really exist anymore Mm -hmm. um but in this movie like peachy barnum was kind of like the famous guy who like did all of the like committed all of the worst crimes? Yeah, uh, and they made this movie about him in a like as he he's like the main character. He's like a good guy in this movie, mm. and they way oh, over romanticize okay. circuses and the performative Interesting. arts and kind of twist the story to make his this actual historical like real person right. who did live um like a good guy and right. they like make his legacy like a positive one, right. which I, I take issue with that. Totally. But um, that's not even like why I disliked this movie initially. What I disliked is that this movie set in the early 1900s, maybe like late 1800s. Mm. I don't even remember. I think, yeah, somewhere around there, the turn of the century. Um, and the music in this movie, it's a musical, and all of the music sounds like pop music from 2017. Oh, odd. It's all very that's modernized, odd. very like... So just pop radio click. it just like every yeah. single time a song came on it took you out of it and it's right. just like man this is i'm not i'm in 2017 i'm not right you're confused you're like the what's 18 happening? late 18 early 1900s yeah. like right it, it was just so like off-putting mm-hmm. and really just broke the immersion for me yeah uh hugh jackman Don't was break pretty immersion. like one-dimensional in this movie there mm-hmm. were good moments but the things that i liked about it were not enough to keep this above a one star right. for me I just really disliked it, and I found even Zac Efron and Zendaya were in it, and I like those. I like all, almost all of the actors who were in this movie, mm-hmm. and I just found them to be extremely bland. Nothing this, worked. Yeah, nothing worked for yeah. me in this movie. So that's probably one of my more unpopular opinions. Yeah, and one star is maybe extreme, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just think all of those things together. Yeah, no, it's very valid. Very valid. So yeah, that's my take. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, last one. I still have one more for you. Okay, Ben. What did you give Home Alone? Ooh. So we were talking about Christmas movies. Oh, okay, earlier. this is and the you exception. Said you you said you hate exception. all Christmas movies. This is the exception. No, I didn't say I hate it. I said I'm not a seasonal. I'm not a seasonal movie kind of guy. And Which then I'm I not. wanted to say, what about Home Alone, Ben? Yep. Which but you're right. You shot. got me there. You got me there. Okay. I gotcha. do like Home Alone. But I did not say I hate seasonal movie. I said I'm not a seasonal movie kind of guy. So what did you give it? Uh, four. Four and a half. You love oh, this movie, Ben. Yeah, I do like this you movie a liar. lot. Liar. <laughs> so, In general, I do not like. I'm not a seasonal movie guy. You I don't give this like movie a near perfect movies. score. It, it's that good. It's. I agree. I think I give it something similar. I heard they might be remaking Home Alone. Yeah, I think they are. What are they thinking? No, it's just, I, 
I don't think anyone's gonna see it. I saw the trailer no. and it looks. You like, saw the. Tra- it's already made. Yeah, there's a. Tra- it's made. It looks like oh garbage. Oh my goodness! The, don't you don't need to remake a movie, like Home Alone. Like, no. There's there's a time and a place for remakes. Sure. Yeah. Some, no. Not there's Home some really Alone, great remakes dude. That's a out classic. There. You can't. This is not one of them. Right. Like, well, I mean, I don't know. The movie's not out yet, but like, you can't remake Home Alone. No. It's not a movie. It's like one of those things where it. Its premise isn't enough to like make it an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. What's like it's just kind of gained like this cult like annual watching status yeah. about it over time, and it's one of those movies where the things about it that are great can't be recreated. Yeah, I think remakes are for when movies had a great concept but didn't execute them well, and then yeah. the remakes come in and are like, man, that could have been a really good movie. Let's do it better. And like. I like the idea of like making a live action version of a cartoon movie. Most what? of the time, Home Alone most a cartoon. No, I know. I'm not. I'm not. Oh. I'm. I'm just saying in general. Like, oh, okay, a, okay. Like remake. Like remakes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. I'm. Yeah. I'm kind of rabbit trailing. Okay. Um. But like, just saying, like, yeah, like it can. It can work. But like, even then, that doesn't. It doesn't work a lot of the time. Making like a live action version of like Lion King, for example, wasn't. Wasn't great. But uh. Yeah. Which is already kind of a retelling of Hamlet, so it's like right. a remake of a of a remake of a remake. Yeah, it's kind of, of one of remake. those. There's there's lots of those out there yeah. that are just like, why? What are you doing? Yeah, it's just a cash in on a big name. Yeah, it's like people hear the name Home Alone and they're like, let's go take our family to see that. Yeah. I like the old Home Alone. Right, and maybe it will be good. I don't know. I doubt it, but based on what I yeah. saw, I'm just kind of like, really what bad. are people like? What who thought of this? Uh, um, people with nothing but money on their minds. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, lovely, great, great Christmas movie, mm-hmm. I will say. Yeah, got some great uh, yeah. tr- original music by John Williams. Freaking hilarious The main movie. man, John Williams. The villains are hilarious. The wet bandits. Oh, so <laughs> funny. No, that, yeah, I, yeah. I can't say say enough good about that movie. No, it's great. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you don't need to bother watching the what is there three of them? I've the only originals? seen I've only seen the first really? one. Really? Okay. Which I'm fine with. I've seen the second one and it's like, nah, you, I'm, you just gotta stop at one. You I'm know? one of those people that's like if there's a series but it's pretty much universally accepted that only the original is good, I don't need to see any no, more of them. Exactly. Like Jurassic yeah. Park we were talking about right. last week. Like right. you think you watched the second one. Yeah, I, I was to like give it a shot. I've never watched the second yeah. one because and I've never felt like I don't needed need to. to. You don't I saw need the to. first one no. and I time to move on yeah. yeah yeah same with home alone for better me. that way yeah a lot of the time it's better that way anyways um, we should uh it's get into our main event here yeah topic so ben what did we oh see this my. weekend i so much anticipation around this bro. so much so much Dude, hype. i haven't been excited for a movie like this in a while me neither this i'm was... trying to think the last time i was excited about a movie coming out it's been maybe a while. maybe dunkirk by christopher nolan was, really? That might have been the last time I was excited. Well, I've been excited for a movie more recently than that. Like, like for in terms of like you know, like you know, this is a big scale movie I, with like big scale score, big scales cast, like just big, big, big. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, like this is. I think this is the first time since Dunkirk came out that I've. What about the Incredibles too? That, for no. me, I was hyped out of my mind for the really? Incredibles too. No, I. I wasn't. saw it three times in theaters. Huh. Yeah, I wasn't that hyped for Incredibles. Okay. It was good. Half of it. That was, was a movie good. like what, fourteen years in the making? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're not talking. No. Anyways, Dune. <laughs> Dune baby. Dune, yeah, Dune. <laughs> 
We're talking Friggin about Dune. Massive movie. Denis Villeneuve. Oh, his yeah. uh, venture into the sci-fi who genre. I, I, which who he I have mixed prolific. feelings about. I have mixed feelings about I am, him. I do not have mixed feelings about him whatsoever. Because I haven't enjoyed his films up until now. I think I've only seen three of them. But you, like, you the enjoyed first... Arrival. Come on, mm. you not as much as me, but you still mm. you still gave it a three and a half. Yeah, because it's like yeah, it's good, but it's three and it was very dry. It was very dry. I probably gave it too high of a rating. Ugh, Ben, you kill me. Arrival is one of my all-time favorites. I know, I know it is. It's and I so don't, and I don't, I don't get down on it just because you like it so much. I really, I, know, I'm, I, know. I really just am not. Like, I've heard your reasons. Yeah. Anyways, and we're I not disagree. talking about Arrival. Well, fair, fair enough. We're talking about Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Who's a great director? I I haven't seen Blade yeah, Runner twenty forty nine. You have. Yeah. I probably should get around to seeing it, so yeah. I have an opinion on his, his, most of his movies. After seeing Arrival and Blade Runner, I was just like, I don't, you know, this guy is. I I will say his the filmography like the like visually is beautiful. His consistency is impressive. Yeah, like, and and like he just very beautiful movies that he makes and like the color schemes even though they're like washed out and like I, I like the washed out feel of of his movies. Um He loves the wide shots. The wide the yeah, very, oh yeah. Mo- not Big minimalist, but very spacious. Totally. Um shots like Yeah. long shots of like uh scenery yeah. and yeah, um, I don't know. And and he's he makes depressing movies. Yes, like, he does. Like it was just funny after reflecting more on like Dune, it's just like man, like yeah, in terms of like happiness and like smiling in his movies, there's not much of it. You know, it's very serious, very somber storylines. Um Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, you should see Sicario. That's one that he made. Hmm. Uh, not the second one. Um, it's Day of Solato, I think is what it's called. Hmm. But the, the first one is directed by Denis. And it's that's a really, really good movie hmm. about the cartel and mm-hmm. the, um, like, the, I think, DEA or hmm. some form of the police or military that mm-hmm. have to deal with these uh cartel members crossing the border of mexico mm. and it's really exciting it's very like tense and we'll mm. have you on the edge of your seat i think it's probably one of his more unique movies but right. still feels like uh still got his trademark style mm-hmm. um you know everyone i feel like most people know what that is at this point i feel like most movie fans have seen a denis villeneuve uh, mm-hmm. film by this point probably so, and if you've seen one of his movies you know what his style is yes it's very because consistent it's very distinct he's like one of the only directors who makes yeah. movies like it which yeah. is cool yeah he's like i he's feel like very he's, good at, at his niche of of what he likes to do yeah i feel like by yeah. the time arrival came out his he was starting to become a household name. Yeah. Blade Runner twenty forty nine solidified that, movie. and yeah. then now with Dune, he's like he's he's definitely a household name. Yeah, and definitely one oh, of the Dune biggest. Dune has I think solidified his from, spot like, in Hollywood. He went from the yeah. biggest up and coming director in yeah. Hollywood to now one of the biggest directors yeah. in Hollywood, hands down. So Dune and Dune is like the biggest IP for that he's ever handled. Yeah. Which is crazy considering he handled Blade Runner, which is already a pretty big idea. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's... T- I mean, this is a... 
This is based on the novel by mm-hmm. the guy that I can't remember his name. <laughs> For Frank something? I don't know. Hey, Google. You, you get this up, the history. Hey, Google. Who wrote Dune? <laughs> Let's see what... Frank Herbert wrote Dune. Frank Herbert. Frank Sorry, Herbert. I was right. Did I say Frank? Yeah, you said yeah, Frank. Yeah, so Frank Herbert... His original um, novel Dune. He's he, there's a bunch of books in that series that okay. I haven't read any of them. I after seeing this movie, I want to read yeah, the definitely. first Dune. Um, Makes things intriguing. But um, yeah, it's uh, there. There's I don't know how many books there are in the series, but I've heard the first two are very good. My my parents are have like histories with their families being really into sci-fi specifically yeah. their dads my mom and my dad both of their dads are like big dune fans yeah and so i think both of my parents have read the book and they really liked it the first two books and so um yeah i, I have like more of a history with dune i think right. as a as a story than you do oh i've got zero zero history zero with history it. and yeah. and so this is a this is an adaptation of that book and a not rem- not a direct remake, but mm. I-, I guess it is a remake of the David Lynch movie from 1984 mm. with um, Sting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's and and this one was not well received. The right. the 80s Dune. Yes, so that I think what I heard. Uh, by by 2021, it's about high time we got a proper retelling of this right. epic story because this the story is epic. It's my goodness. This this is a huge sci-fi. It's huge. Like I can't like what's the last big literally I mean like Star Wars but Star I mean, Wars flopped, and Lord of the Rings right? and Harry Potter are yeah. like the ones that come to mind. Yeah. Those are like the big cuz I know what you mean like the big Yeah, I'm world like does Dune universes. does Dune fit in with those universes? That's kind I of think the question it does. That people are asking I is think like, it does. is Dune the next Star Wars right. or Lord right. of the Rings? Right. Like those are the big dogs that Dune's playing with yeah. right now, which is crazy that we're even having Discussing them in this. the same like that, conversation. That's massive. It's insane. Yeah, that tells you something already. Yeah, because this is um. In case anyone didn't know, Dune, this one that just came out, uh, is a part one movie. Part one of part two. one of two. Yeah. Um. This is covers roughly the first half of the book mm-hmm. of the first book. Um. So the next one was greenlit and is scheduled for release on October late october 2023 so it's going to be two years before we get the the second half yeah um yeah like how do you feel about you're gonna we're gonna have to wait a little while yeah like obviously it's too bad we have to wait a while but um i mean i feel like that like well well, it's it's crazy that it wasn't even greenlit until right a while after this movie came out because which uh, i feel like covid just plays into so many things well yeah right it's so hard to make a yeah make your uh like a big scale movie like this yeah no one can go to it's risky it's risky in times like this but this uh, this movie made its budget back by quite a bit yeah um and it scored huge internationally in europe it's been released a lot longer so it really did good numbers in europe i think um the, I'll, I'll read to you the cast, and then I'll read the synopsis of this sure. movie. We're So what we're going to do with Dune is we're going to re- give our uh, non-spoiler review, because it's a new movie. We yeah. don't want to... We want you guys to be able to listen to this, but still go see it, because um, spoilers, we recommend this movie. Yeah, we'll talk about spoilers a little later. Yeah, so, but... and then at the end of the podcast, we'll do our spoiler review, but that'll be the last thing we talk about, yeah. so you can just 
stop listening. Yeah, because please do not listen if you have not if seen this movie. If you have not movie. seen even if you think that you don't want to see this movie, trust me, you want to see this movie. Yeah. Don't listen to our spoiler talk unless you have seen Dune. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say there. Yeah. So the, the people who star in this movie are Timothy Chalamet. He's like in everything now. Oh, man. He is this generation's harrison ford i don't yeah. know you know like we'll see we'll see where this guy goes he already is yeah. like he's so in like in everything um yeah. rebecca ferguson i've seen her in a couple of things not much though oscar isaac another star wars actor mm-hmm. zendaya mm-hmm. another like she and timothy chalamet are obviously like the mm-hmm. big young stars of this generation mm-hmm. jason momoa so we've got aquaman stellan skarsgård and uh, I didn't know what his name was, but I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. He was in Goodwill Hunting. He was in the Avengers movies. He was in Thor. He was in Mamma Mia, apparently. Some of the Pirates movies. Um, the Chernobyl series on HBO. I watched that. That was really good. So he's mm-hmm. been in like lots of stuff I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, those are like that's pretty much like the main cast. Mm-hmm. There's some other Josh Brolin. Oh, sorry, Josh Brolin is in it. Um, yeah, so it's got a star-studded cast. This movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, and I'll I'll, I'll read the synopsis on Letterboxd. Sure. Um, Beyond fear, destiny awaits. Paul, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Atreides, a brilliant and gifted young man born into a great destiny beyond his understanding, must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. As malevolent forces explode into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of the most precious resource in existence, a commodity capable of unlocking humanity's greatest potential, only those who can conquer their fear will survive. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's the premise for this movie. Um, I think a lot of the conversation surrounding this movie is just about, um, kind of like what we were saying earlier like is is this movie does this movie have the potential to be up there like with star right. wars you know and lord of the rings oh and we must say this hans zimmer uh composed oh, yeah. the score i forget yeah we've been listening to his yeah. score it's all, up there with <laughs> his other it. with his other good scores i mean yeah it's like it's what you expect from hans zimmer yeah he has a style yeah and he uh yeah this is this is definitely a hans zimmer score oh, i really yeah. like it yeah, I do. But too. it's hard not to. Hard he's not. He's one to. of the greatest composers working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ben, what are your thoughts on the movie, just initially? Uh it did not disappoint. No. Um I it was confusing. <laughs> I'm still a little confused. It's uh I think probably because I don't have uh like a background with Dune, like I really I know nothing going into it. Mm. So I was trying to um really make sense of it um as yeah as the movie was progressing which i honestly i didn't mind i didn't mind being confused right because i was still loving it i was feeling so immersed in it and um man yeah again just like visually and like musically like and like the acting was just spot on um and it was just enticing, you know, like the story was still enticing, even though it was uh, hard to follow yeah, at was, first. It I, was hard to follow. I felt by sure. the last half, that last half of the movie, I found a lot easier to follow. Um, and, and because like the the trajectory of the movie sort of changes in like, 
uh, sort of this, I, maybe more the style of the movie changes halfway through to more of an action, uh, more of an action well, movie in the second half. I wouldn't say it's if very, it turns it's, into an action movie, but it, it's very it's, well. It's very dialogue the action based. Is saved like, for the end because yeah. this this movie is the first half. It, it's half of a movie, kind of. Uh, but so right. so really, we're watching the world building. And well, exactly the so developing. We, the, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that at the end of the movie is where we really got the action because you know that's the beginning of when we're gonna actually see the, <laughs> the events play out. Yeah. No. Exactly. So. But yeah. like, but because it has to develop this world and it has to try to make you understand okay, and it this has what's to make going you on, understand so right? much exactly. There's and so much this movie like, needs to explain. Again, explore. I'm like, man, they could probably make this into three or four movies, right? Easily, but they're doing two movies, and that's and what they chose to do, which I respect. Like, and this movie is over, like it's two, it's over two and a half hours. Long. Yeah, it's it's a long, and one. it needs to be, and it feels like it should almost be longer. It you should know? almost be three. I would have been totally fine if it was three hours. Totally, hundred percent. Um, because I was captivated. Oh yeah, the whole and time. It was never boring. Yeah. I never felt bored. No, even though this movie spends a lot of time explaining these fictional. Um, factions and political parties this movie's very politics lots of politics lots of political discussion kind of like kingdom versus kingdom it's about a royal family it is yeah and so interesting kid who kind of inherits it and doesn't necessarily want to be part of this political world but doesn't really have a choice He's the, he, the he, up-and-coming, he's the heir, right? And it never really makes it clear if he doesn't want it or not. Like, it's clear that he doesn't, it's not, like, what he most desires in life, but it's mm-hmm. it's not like he really doesn't want it either. Like, he's kind of in this weird in-between, it feels mm-hmm. like, where he's not, he's unsure of his future mm-hmm. and what right. he has to do. Right. And, and and there's very valid reasons for that, which we don't need to yes, get I, into, but... um. Um, so so timothy chalamet yeah. plays um paul paul <laughs> such <laughs> yeah. a generic name it is for such a big sci-fi movie like, <laughs> what are the other jessica is another name yeah yeah i guess the duncan idaho yeah duncan idaho is yeah. the name of the person yeah. in this movie like i feel this movie set how many thousands of years Ten, in the it future? was year ten thousand and something i think was it yeah. Okay, so let's say it's it's ten like roughly ten thousand years in the future. I could be wrong, but I think it was at least ten thousand. At least, yeah. if not more. Um, yeah. I heard someone say it was fifty thousand, but oh. I, don't, I don't know if that's true. So yeah. it's a long time in the future. Yeah, it doesn't really matter once you get past a thousand years. Um, yeah. Why are people still named Paul and Jessica? Yeah, exactly. And Duncan. It should be like Duncan, what Elon Idaho? Musk is naming his kids. It should be that those kind of names. Like we're at the point <laughs> in this like. <laughs> yes exactly and there are some of those names yeah. where it's like yeah this is a different world yeah but like we're at the point in the future where earth is no longer part of the picture obviously mm-hmm. yeah like it's not mentioned it's not but they are human it is humanity it's, like they're not a different race it well is humanity but even the people that look like humans the movie kind of makes it clear that they're not humans right but the but like but there are humans the in people the movie. who timothy like timothy chalamet for example like his race of people they're humans and right? i kind of like that like star wars for example just for comparison the aliens mm-hmm. in that movie look so like they look like what aliens you, a child would, would yes picture aliens to look like right. which is weird and green and yeah, funny with multiple arms and they all look crazy yeah this movie's version of aliens is like 
all very humanoid. Yeah. There's not really any aliens in right. this movie, quote unquote, that are really strange. Right. Like they're all, they all they're, have their strange aspects and yeah. cultures because like naturally they're not all going to be yeah. from the same planet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's pretty cool. The aliens they, in this movie are very much like what I think would actually right. kind of be like, um, which is they're all basically versions of humans. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was neat. Yeah. And what I thought it was like, what I really liked was how I almost felt like, you know, even though this is a super futuristic movie, it almost felt like some sort of medieval movie because of the, yeah, like, the different ancient. hierarchies between the different factions of people and just, like, how, you know, there'd be an heir to the throne. And mm. it felt very, like, medieval-esque in that way, even though it was totally futuristic. Uh, yeah. No, I know what so you're saying. I, I just, I loved how I felt watching it. Like, it just... Uh, yeah i was just so in in uh i don't know what the right word is but yeah no i know what you mean yeah like i i, I agree so I immersed it's cool. in the environment that i think it's created. cool when um when sci-fi movies like futuristic sci-fi movies yeah pull from ancient history yeah. to depict the future yeah and that's cool i think some like star wars lore does that too sure with like temples and right. relics and traditions and stuff like that right that kind of resemble ancient actual like ancient history yeah i just um, feel like this it just did it perfectly in dune i think you're right yeah it just executed just right yeah yeah no um yeah, so there's a couple of different planets that are briefly shown depicted in this movie, but really you spend most of your time on the desert planet Dune, mm -hmm. which is where you harvest spice, mm -hmm. which is the most valuable substance in the entire universe. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's that's that's where this movie spends most of its runtime. Mm -hmm. The the vast majority of its runtime yeah. is on this desert planet. Yeah. So I I was like, how are they going to make a desert interesting? right for you know two and a half hours and they do they they mm -hmm. make it so interesting mm -hmm. um everything that, that i'm gonna say in a, in the spoiler free review is in the trailer mm -hmm. so i'm not saying anything that's not in the mm -hmm. trailer but you know there's obviously the famous worms mm -hmm. that plague the desert mm -hmm. and that's a hazard that you have to watch out for and there's a really cool scene um earlier towards the more middle part of the film where People have to get away from them, and yeah. it's um, it's sick. It's so huge. It's so huge, so big scale Everything again, right? Just, about this movie yeah. is big. Yeah, like and uh, oh yeah, you feel it. You just feel like you're there. You do, you and feel it, like you're in the environment. Everything it's is terrifying. overwhelmingly yeah. huge. Like yeah. not just the worms. Yeah. Not just like the wide Denevo new shots, yeah. but like. Well, the like, ships. Yeah. Because you get these... What's, what's cool about his style of filmmaking um, is um, you, you get these shots where there's scaling comparisons. Yes. Like, He's he very good at doing that. You, you see yeah. a spaceship, but you don't just see the spaceship. You see the spaceship with a human standing in yeah. front of it. Yeah. Or like on, on this landscape, a big landscape shot with this ship, and it just gives you the perspective. You, yeah, perspective like, is important. Because, yeah. like, I'm sorry I keep comparing it to Star Wars, but that's the easy thing to compare right. it to, you know, because there's nothing else really like Dune except for Star Wars. Right. Um, that's on this, like, scale. Yeah. Um, and, and so, like, in Star Wars, you'll, you'll see, like, 
an Imperial Star Destroyer. And you, you recognize really how huge how it is, it, but yeah. you don't you don't really it doesn't register because yeah. it, it is just a model yeah. that they made and then shot behind a space like yeah. green screen. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's huge, but like it doesn't click in your mind how big it is. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, you get if the scale. You would see the Star Destroyer yeah. and then you'd see something that you actually know how big that is. Yeah next to it or in the same vicinity so you get that scale and that's what makes this like shots like that are what make this movie so impressive because you're just like holy cow yeah uh everything everything is huge and it's so cool there's so there's this like i don't want to call it a hyperspace ring you know what i'm talking about that big like thing that floats in outer space right. that big like i didn't even yeah it was like mouth it didn't and, and you never really knew exactly what it was but no. it must have been some sort of teleporting i feel like there's some stuff in this movie that like there's so much that goes unexplained that are like yeah there's a lot but it, i feel like a lot of it is just like the fans of the book are totally kinda, it's for the fans exactly of Dune. and and that's why like, i oh, was I know what that is right and that's why i was okay with not knowing what was going on because i'm like well I haven't read the book, this so it's okay. This is something that's it's, existed since the 50s. Yeah, so it, it almost presents itself as like, like, okay, you you could totally know what's going on. Just go read the books. But if you don't know what's going on, you're still going to enjoy the ride. And normally that would piss me off. Right. Normally I'd be, be upset. Totally. I'm like, oh, come on. Just like explain in the movie but this movie already has so much to explain it has two and a half hours of just like you're trying to sort things out no exactly i don't need to know what every spaceship is i'm like no i just just help me understand the bare minimum with the politics and i'll be okay because how right like you already have so much content to work with right i do not need to know everything if i want to i'll go on the wikipedia page i'll go read some reddit post i'll go read the book yeah. You know, like, exactly. that's the thing about this movie is there's so much in this universe that mm-hmm. that's what makes me excited is mm-hmm. the fact that there's so I much can get into it's a bro. new Star Wars in the yeah. sense that it has a world that's massive and there's many books about it that you can read. Not all of them are good, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. they they at least expand on this huge world with mm-hmm. planets and species and politics and their own histories with wars um, I'll, I'll, is it okay if I read my letterbox review that I wrote? Sure. Because I think... Um, as long as there's no spoilers. No, there's no spoilers. I made sure it was a spoiler-free review. This is my review that I wrote on Letterboxd. Dune's greatest accomplishment is successfully managing to feel like the first half of an epic story without feeling like half of a movie. If part two is anything like part one, I think it's safe to say we may have the next Lord of the Rings on our hands. I can't remember the last time a new movie gave me this feeling of excitement and awe, but I can already tell the next two years waiting for the sequel are going to be brutal. I think that this movie made me feel what the Star Wars sequels were trying to make me feel. It's like being a little kid again, seeing the Death Star, or Hogwarts, or Helm's Deep for the first time, and being completely engrossed in this fictional fantasy world dense with lore and history. I reserve the final half star of my rating to Dune only because this film hinges so much on the story's continuation in the sequel that were it to fail to stick the landing, many of the story elements of this film would be rendered pointless and confusing. But I am optimistic in this case. Denis Villeneuve has yet to write a film that has not completely blown me away, and I anticipate the sequel being everything we want to be and more. If Villeneuve wasn't already one of the most in-demand directors in Hollywood, he is now. So those just kind of echo my thoughts i mean they no, are, a good they are review, bro. literal thoughts but um mm-hmm. i i think that this movie really gets me excited for uh not just part two but any potential sequels maybe right. they'll make it a trilogy with you going yeah. into some of the other books who knows right yeah but uh 
I, even if all we get is two movies, I think that's enough for people to just like be talking about this for ages Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. years and years to come yeah it really is because i I do feel like this is one of those like next big thing kind of movies it's exciting yeah and it's unfortunate that it came out during a time where not everyone can go to the theaters it is yeah because this is a movie that everyone deserves to see in theaters the box office would have been absolutely massive i feel like this would be like like, i don't know i don't want to say that like things that I'll never know that are true because like maybe this movie is more niche than I think it is, you know, because it is pretty like intense. Everyone's talking about it though. They are. Well, but, but we're very much more in the film fan world than a lot of people. Cause like to like become like a all time box office movie, you kind of need to be accessible to more than to you. Like your average Joe. Yeah. You know, I just, there's been a lot of hype to of this movie, there has. like everywhere you go, like seventy years worth of hype. Yeah, and like, but like, I just feel like over the last few months, it's like, hey, what is this Dune thing? Like, I like, I didn't look into it. I just like knew that, you know, Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya were in it, and Hans Zimmer was doing the score. That's literally all I knew going and, into this movie. And I've had friends talking about Dune that I never thought would be interested in anything like Dune. Right. You know, like I've heard people talking about it. Like being like, man, I really want to see this new Dune thing, and I'm like, man, I never thought I would see hear that come out of your mouth. You're right. You know. Yeah. So that's what made me excited. Like, I think had was COVID never a part of the picture these last few years? Like, mm-hmm. I think this would be doing astronomical numbers yeah. in the box office. I think you're I don't right. know that, but I I like to believe well, that. I think I think you know you probably would have had your people at first who like really wanted to see it but then those people would, would tell spread everybody. the word and be like yo like you gotta go see this nothing movie. spreads you know? like word of mouth yeah yeah if everyone is unanimously telling their friends to see a movie mm-hmm. then it's gonna do numbers yeah so it happened with parasite yeah right like it was the word of mouth yeah and the media publicity yeah so I guess they, and then like in the way that maybe this uh, series Dune wouldn't be like Star Wars, for example, is it is, it is much more serious. I think it takes itself a lot more serious. Um, Like we were saying, Denis Villeneuve, he, he likes the more serious and kind of somber storylines um mm-hmm. so it, it's, it, a, it's very, a dark movie it's it's yes it's dark it's it's depressing um but it's not overly depressing where it's just like Ugh. no it doesn't um, like weigh on your soul like but I, it's the, a dark yeah. story and it's right. it is sad hopeless. it's sad it it's, is sad. Oh, it's almost yeah. hopeless but it's such a cool world yeah. and such an exciting story and so like awe-inspiring yeah that i was just like giddy when yeah, i was watching yeah. i was like it, i was like giggling yeah yeah i guess I a lot like, of the time it feels hopeless yeah but like yeah it's we don't know the we don't I know n- how I it never ends felt right depressed, so, though. no exactly and i didn't either it was just it was yeah it's a sad movie it is yeah um and and i think i don't know how that'll change in the second one yeah, I'm so but, curious. But we we don't really I don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. Like I can guess where it's going based yeah, on Yeah, we don't we know. But the I'm, thing about I this movie I kind of don't want to know. Like I don't I'm like do I read the books now or do I I think do bro, I wait. Bro, I think it would be cool to both read the book and then like Yeah. Cuz like I don't know if I want to know. But like 
I don't know either, but I think it would help me appreciate the second one so much more yeah, if I like had right. if I understood the world better. Right. You know? And and like this, you know, Villeneuve had to have made this movie and all the people that helped produce it. Mm-hmm. Um they had to know that this movie was gonna have to really like surprise the fans of mm-hmm. Dune who were already out there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, to really sure, wow them. a lot of people are gonna be this is gonna be their first interaction with the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, I mean ultimately the people that they really have to impress are the Dune fans. Yeah. And so I think that um, you know, even if we read the book, I don't think it'll ruin anything. Yeah. I think it'll just make us more excited to see it play out. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm still gotta, not sure if I'm going to read yeah, it because it's a big undertaking. It. Yeah, a, it, yeah, exactly. But I feel like this is one of those things where I'd be willing to get into it mm-hmm. and like... You might really like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I've heard the book is amazing from mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at. This this movie um, doesn't tell you... Like, it tells you so much, but it also tells you so little Yeah. Um, at the same time. 100%. Like I don't really know how to explain that. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's confusing. Yeah. I I don't know if you want to elaborate, but no, we can get into spoilers. Yeah. I mean, we're at an hour and, uh, something. So (laughs) we're, I feel like it's time. Um, let's just send on a, this note. I think we should, and just by, you know, recommending it if we haven't already, but if you're in Tim, if you're listening to this and and Dune sounds like something that's intimidating based on what we've said, how confusing it is. A lot of people are saying it's super confusing. It's very political. It's two and a half hours long. Like all of those things, mm-hmm. I feel like are things that would like steer away somebody who right. is casually wanting to watch this. Um, but don't let that stop you because I don't think watch this, this movie of- on your phone. No, 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 no. So, yeah. Like, don't. Don't we, watch it on your computer. We didn't see it in theaters. No. Because, yeah. Because we can't. Yeah. But our friend Jordan, who we were talking about earlier. Yeah. He has a home theater in his basement. Yeah. That's awesome with a projector screen yeah. and, like, surround sound with, like, epic bass. Yeah. So, we got, we were fortunate enough to, have to get the best scenario. experience yeah. of this movie that you can get not at a theater. Yeah. But I will be going to the theaters to see it mm-hmm. um because i'm just i need to see it in imax mm-hmm. is it, i think there's an imax theater in langley there is yeah, yeah i'm gonna go i have to yeah because this movie deserves imax yeah um but make sure you watch make, it on like the best possible if you like can figure out a way can. to set up a projector yeah and get like an awesome surround sound experience yeah. do it if you can't go to a theater if you can go to a theater don't even bother seeing it at home just see it in the theater um do not watch it on your phone if you have to watch it on like a normal tv like in 1080p that's fine but like it's better to watch it on like an ultra wide or a 4k tv and like a lot of this movie's like enjoyment comes from the quality of the the filmmaking and the 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 scope and the scale like we're Mm -hmm. talking about how big everything is so Mm -hmm. it kind of deserves um I don't know, the proper viewing experience. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to Jordan for hosting us. Thanks, Jordan. To watch Dune, yeah. And shout out to me for renting a a month of HBO Max. Because we're in Canada and HBO is only available in America. And so I had to, I also got a VPN. Yeah. So. Thank you, Ryan. We kind of had to make it 
Shout out to Ryan. Yeah, shout out to, not to toot my own horn or anything, <laughs> but no, it really thanks to Jordan. We it wouldn't matter if I got a VPN because if we couldn't see it on, if we had to just watch it in our living room, right. I'd have just waited until I could see it in theaters. But yeah, um, yeah, no, we got to see it. We got a really good experience. We did. We had a couple of friends there. Yeah, it was, it was a lot great. of fun. Um, yeah, don't watch it on your phone. That's the last place you should ever watch a movie like this. Yeah. Uh, I'd recommend it. I give it four and a half, but if the second part comes out and it, you know, ties up all the knots, I'll give it a five mm-hmm. retroactively. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling on this one? I gave it a five. You gave it a five? Yeah. yeah I think we're both feeling a five. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who haven't seen Dune, thanks for listening. Yeah. I uh, really appreciate this. Turn support. it off now. Turn it off right now. Do <laughs> not continue listening. For those of you who have seen Dune, we're going to get into spoilers. So. Boom, boom, boom. Our spoiler review begins now. It won't be that long, we promise. No. So, yeah. Ben, I'll, I'll let you start this off. I've been talking for a while. Spoilers. Spoilers, you've been warned. Okay. Uh... <laughs> it's hard to uh, talk about spoilers it is. with this one. Let's see. It's a confusing um... movie. Hmm. Okay, so basically my understanding is the... I don't know what... Again, I'm trying to get the names of all the different factions down. Um, so Timothy Chalamet's, they pretty much are in control of selling selling the salts, right? Of gathering the, or the spices, I mean. Gathering the spices and making money off of the spice. Yes. And... And then, and then, are the Harkin? Is Harkin the bad people, the Harkins, or something? I. The villains, anyways. The villains in this movie. I'm. I. The names are. They're so, all competing for ev- power, eventually right? Eventually, I'll have the names, but right. it's so it's so hard. <laughs> so, so it seems like like they're all competing for power, and uh, and it seems like the like Timothy's or Paul's line of humans yeah are seem to almost be set to in to become like rulers over more of the universe or something it seems like like i don't i don't i don't 100% know um this like okay man like i was tracking with this movie i would say i was tracking with this movie for the stuff that was essential like for what was important mm-hmm. to understand for the story this will be a longer episode. We're going to need to go yeah. over, over time. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. try to keep our episodes to an hour. I feel like this is going to be more like it's a Dune, baby. Episode. It's, it's Dune. Dune. This is special. Yeah. So we're just, we're ignoring the clock right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, okay. Yeah. The movie is set in the year 10,191. I'm on Wikipedia right now. <laughs> so <laughs> give me, give, cut me a little slack. So, um, so the, the house of the, of Timothy Chalamet, a uh, Paul, Paul, it's such an easier name to say mm-hmm. than Timothy Shalman. Yeah, Paul. yeah. Um, House of Atreides. I want to say Atreides. Okay. Right. Um, are you just gonna agree to pronounce it that sure. way? Okay, House of Atreides. Um, that's what their faction is called. They're like, right. Yeah. That. <laughs> sorry, I'm just reading the page and trying to talk at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, House of Atreides is the. They're the guys who, um. Paul and his dad and his grandpa? No, not uh, grandpa. his grandpa's not in it. Is he? 
No, I don't think so. No. Okay, no grandpa. Grandpa's, in there. <laughs> grandpa's not in this But movie. his mom. No, his grandpa was the bullfighter. He has mentioned. Right. Yeah. Right. Which There's is weird. It's weird stuff. that bullfighting yes. is a part of this world. Yeah. But I also think that's kind of unique and fun. It's kind of a background that thing. That there's like this yeah. ancient, well, to them, ancient uh, yeah. history that is like kind of part of their culture. Yeah. Because they have like bull heads, like, um, oh man. Symbolizing. What do, you, what do you call that when you like stuff an animal? Oh, taxidermy. Yeah. Ta- there's like taxidermy bull heads. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff in this movie that yeah. is like, it feels so out of place with it the does, rest of it, but it also but it is kind of cool yeah. because it just gives you the feeling that this is a completely different universe that right. we've never seen before. It doesn't feel like a Star Wars ripoff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's grandpa's the bull. <laughs> yeah. Fighter. Yeah. But, uh, then his mom, Jessica is yeah. part of the. Oh man! I so she's call a him. concubine. She's, to, she's a concubine. She's to, not hit to Oscar dad. Isaac's yeah. wife, wife. No. which I was confused about until yeah. well, the really bad guy that said near the end. concubine, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh, I guess." Yeah. And then he said, "I wish I had I married, wish I'd married you." you yeah. And I was like, "Wait a minute! You're not married? What the heck?" Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was the movie did not make that very clear until they did. Yeah. So that was a little confusing. Again, it just made the the movie feel more ancient, having like you know. Well, now I just it asks, like, makes me ask more questions, like yeah. why right. does he have a concubine that right. lives like with him, like she's uh, like, his wife? Yeah, I totally. It's like okay, yeah. there's more to it than that. There's some history yeah. there that I want to know. But then, which there, makes me want to read the book. Yeah, this stuff makes and, me want to read. the And book. it's interesting because you feel you actually feel a lot of tension in the family for most of the movie yeah well because they i think the the faction like the uh house of atreides and the, mm-hmm. i think the bene Gesserits is what they're called mm. the moms the sand people oh no, the yes, mom's yes. faction the evil witch right people. the evil witch yes gosh what are yes. they i think yeah oh, no that's right that's right i think the bene Gesserit. i don't it, i'm pronouncing it wrong something no, Gesserit. no i think that's that's right well okay. let's just say that's yes, what it say. <laughs> if there's anyone listening to this who actually is like a hardcore dune fan we're gonna sound like idiots yeah but that's yeah okay no we don't this movie is confusing and it knows it and we're, that's okay. we're learning we're learning we we're trying learning. i yeah. i feel like a year from now i'll like be way yeah. more fluent on you know what I'm going to read the book. Screw yeah. it. I'm doing it. Okay. I, I'm so curious about yeah. so much of it. Like, I want to know more about the Bezant Jesuits. I want to know yeah. more about the House of Atreides and, like, the history of the, yeah. the spice farming. Yeah. Like, and because it, it in this movie, the, the native people of Dune, the planet mm-hmm. Dune, made it seem like the prior Atreides, like, um, uh, right. leaders were not good people. No. And they, like, where there was a lot of conflict and between you really, the indigenous people right. of Dune. And you really get a sense that Oscar Isaac's character is yeah. actually a man of integrity and honor. And, and, and honor, and he has a really good heart. And, and he, he like wants, wants to, to reconcile. Wants to bring peace to, uh, yeah. He wants to reconcile with the indigenous people what, of Dune. Of Dune, and you know, only bring and like peace. make a deal, you know. Yeah, like no, he still still wants, still the, wants spice. the spice, still needs the spice, still needs but, to exploit the planet. But he seems like he'd be a much better ruler than whoever the last ones were. Um, yes so yeah oscar isaac's character is someone that you grow to like in the movie yeah and like you you have respect for him he's a businessman he has to make hard decisions that not everyone's gonna like and you relate to that but he has moments where he's mentoring his son and he's teaching him uh paul about how you it's not always about uh it's not always about doing what you want to do. It's about doing what you have to do. Right. I think there's a line in this movie where he says, um, he's talking with Paul and he says that, 
um, like Paul's not really wanting to step up and be the heir or the leader, heir to the throne. But he says, great leaders don't seek positions of Mm. leadership. They are called to it. Right. I think is how it's it's basically just of how it goes. What it was, yeah. You know, they're great leaders are called, yeah, to action. Yeah. And I think that's like kind of a theme in this movie. Yeah. Is that Paul doesn't really want this like birthright. Yeah. Because he has a couple of birthrights. Well, that's the thing. You feel this tension between. his dad and his mom. Yeah, so we, Oscar I, we and Jessica. Earlier. Yes. Um, <laughs> Oscar. What uh, is his Oscar. actual name? I can't remember. But, his um, name is not Oscar. No, it's not <laughs> Oscar in the movie. But you feel this tension and and you're kind of confused. You're like, why is there not oneness Duke. here? Duke. That's okay. such an easy name. <laughs> so Duke and Jessica, there's this tension between them and it, and between Like they like love Timothy. each other. Yeah, but yeah. their families are kind of at odds, right. and they kind of hate each other's and, families. And the audience, as the audience, we're just kind of like, like, what's the problem here? And and you know, uh, Paul is having these these visions throughout the movie. Oh, he's yeah, seeing obviously. he's seeing the future, um, and like these th- things start to come true that he's visioning, right? Yeah, but kind like of not like the way that he's visioning them exactly. Right. They're like version like right. I feel like what he's saying. We don't they, the movie doesn't explain what it is he's saying. Mm-hmm. It just explains that he's seeing visions that appear to be visions of the future. But right. I don't think they're like he's like foreseeing the future. I think right. he's seeing like possible outcomes right. in the future. Right. But yeah, could, unless he does something about it. Yeah, I it think seems he can like, like he's seeing visions he can of the alter future. It. It's like this is the trajectory. If he doesn't change exactly. Things. Um and then you cut. You learn that Jessica, his mom, uh, yeah, is part of this like Bene Gesserit clan of witches. Pretty I much. I so hope we're not pronouncing that wrong. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, but they're like they're evil. It seems kind like of, it, but not really because like, they... I'm I'm kind of just like, are they evil? Okay, well, evil is maybe a strong word. They're the movie doesn't definitely make them dark. Look. Yeah, it's definitely... Like, it's some dark... I would definitely, if I was part of this world, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, that's evil. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because she's like, she like, her, his grandma, mm-hmm. his grandma, that, his grandma was basically like prepared to kill him yeah. in like this ritual where she like... Tested pre- him. Tested him to see if he's worthy to be a leader. Yeah. And he like barely passed. But she had like this needle thingy with poison that would like instantly mm-hmm. kill him. Yeah. And it was... She was like holding this pin, this floating yeah. pin to his neck while he had his hand in this such box an and he couldn't take scene. his hand out of the box, yeah. but it was like torturing him. And yeah. apparently it was like really, really painful. And it was amazing that he like didn't pull his hand out. Yeah. But like if he did, he would die. But this lady is like, she kind of reminded me of like the mouth of Sauron. Yeah, kind of. You know, she yeah. got that really tall black totally. hat. Yeah, she's just really her mouth disgusting. Really you know? gross. Yeah. Weird. Everyone's like. It's very gothic. Yeah. This whole movie actually feels very has, like, yeah. gothic undertones. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, at least that kind of aspect of it. But like, yeah, the two families are kind of like... At odds. I don't really know what the Bene Gesserits want, though. Like, no. It's very and, clear what and the... And they disappeared after Atreides that. You don't... You, people I want. thought they'd be in the movie more. Me too. But they were just gone after like the first eight. They intrigued the crap out of me. Yeah. So I really hope that they're in right. the second one because I want to know more. Yeah. But... And and then and then yeah, you sort of get these different inklings throughout the movie, like hints of 
you know, Paul being potentially being like the chosen one. So it's interesting. It's like another story of like the chosen one, mm. you know, yeah. sort of like how Anakin Skywalker is the chosen one in Star Wars. Um, and yeah, so the movie's kind of developing as it goes. And, and yeah, you you know, Paul's gonna gonna do well and like survive because it's pretty clear that okay this guy is the chosen one and uh yeah he's pretty powerful super powerful and that's the thing i liked is that the family like paul and jessica and everyone in this like royal family Mm -hmm. they're not just like rich political like up like snobs no who who are like useless in any other capacity they're like skilled individuals jessica's a very skilled individual they're both very skilled fighters they both have like this mind control like voice voice the voice the voice voice. yeah Yeah. that was so sick which is some bene gesserit magic practice yeah Yeah. and that was so cool Mm -hmm. when they pulled that off in like the the spaceship thing the helicopter yeah that was dragonfly looking thing right that was a sick scene. One of yeah. the coolest scenes I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, but they're, like, anytime they have to do hand-to-hand combat, they're, like, they kick absolute ass. They're incredible. Ass. They're incredible. Um, like, just so... And the choreography in this movie is out of control. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Mm-hmm. The fight scenes are, like, they're, they're not that many, like, fight scenes, but the ones there are are just, like, so awesome. Yeah. Um... Man, what uh, what was I gonna say? I can't even. Oh, Jason Momoa. Can we talk about him a little bit? He plays uh, some some. uh, What was his name? Some Tommy Idaho. Oh yeah, (laughs) Duncan Duncan Idaho. Idaho. So he, which is like, I didn't even realize that was his name. Right. Did you? No. No. I don't think they say it very often because it kind of sounds ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But he plays Duncan Idaho, who's like, uh paul's bodyguard and yeah it's kind of like a big brother to a him, big brother but he's not actually a big brother he's but, like a soldier yeah who kind of is his bodyguard a little bit mm-hmm. kind of toward in towards the middle half of the movie mm-hmm. um and he's really good i did not think he's jason momoa was going to be great in this movie but he really was yeah uh like all i knew him from was aquaman which I, I haven't seen Aquaman, so no, I'm not going to pretend like I've seen it. But um, I was just like, my perception of him was right. just like, just like another, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson right. kind of guy. Just kind of basic, like he's famous because he he's has like a 12 pack. Yeah. Um, But uh, no, he was very funny in this movie. Yeah. He was like a lot of the comedy in this movie yeah. came from him. Yeah. He got me emotional straight up. Like huh. when he died, huh. like I was like, dang, I'm actually like in the feels right now. Huh. I did not want him to die. Yeah. He was his bond with Paul was yeah. so cool, and I so bought it. Right, I I was I hundred percent bought it. I was like, yeah, he's like kind of the big brother to Paul, right? Who I, does yeah. understand and relate and sympathize and empathize with his wanting, like right. his angst and his not really wanting to be part of this family that he doesn't really have a say right. to be born into but he's just a faithful committed soldier he is gonna put he, his life on the line for anyone in this family he's and, so like yeah yeah like sacrificial yeah and he's not envious of someone else he's spot. not out to get anything no he's just selfless he's yeah. a good role model to 
Paul. He's someone to aspire to be like. I know. He's, I like, want... he's, 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 got, he's a figure. Well, like, well, no, like, I, no, I know. But like, I'm his, just laughing his character. Because Jason know? Momoa is not the guy that no, I thought no. would be playing. Right. Like, the guy that I want to be. You know, right. I was like, I man, right. I want to be like J- right. Jason Momoa in Dune. Right. No, but I do because he was yeah. so good in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's kicks ass like everyone does in this movie mm-hmm. and he uh yeah he dies i already spoiler yeah. alert <laughs> spoiler. yeah he <laughs> he dies and it's very sad and i was like why did he have to die so mm-hmm. early because yeah, you want to see more of him i wanted yeah. to see him in the second movie and I, I i feel I, yeah like i totally get what you're saying i could have like used his... more jason momoa screen time <laughs> sorry his about. I as the movie was going, I will say it did his his character almost felt a little forced to me. I was kind of feeling like I've I've definitely seen this character in other movies before. Oh, totally. You know, where it's totally. like it's like you know what's gonna happen. Like you know he's gonna die. You know he's gonna sacrifice himself. And I... like so, I was <laughs> I still liked him though, even though even though yeah. his character has been in like a thousand other movies. Yeah, it's. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm just I'm kind of on the fence about it, but like I'm I don't disagree with anything that you're saying at the same time. I agree. We've seen this character a lot in yeah. other movies before. That didn't make it any less believable for me. I've seen right. char- the same character, but done way worse. This mm-hmm. I I feel like his like this role model character, like sacrificial lamb character. He was just like I don't know. I totally bought the relationship between right. him and. Uh, and Paul, and it was actually heartbreaking when he died, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I it kind of felt like the last person who yeah. Paul really loved right. died. Even though he does love his mother, but he he right. she kind of has There's been like tension, forcing though. him into yeah. things he doesn't want to do. Also, yeah. Yeah. and he gets pretty mad at her at one point in the movie. Yeah. He like uses the voice on her, yeah. kind of like throws her back in her seat. Yeah. Um. When she, I don't remember what he says, but he he gets pissed. Yeah. And he kind of sounds like demonic for a minute there yeah. uh it's pretty cool yeah uh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know what to say what do you yeah you i don't know no but yeah no he's he was really good uh he was like a surprise jason mama was mm-hmm. he was a surprisingly high surprising high point in the movie for me mm-hmm. which i thought would be one of my low points in the movie mm-hmm. and it was not far from it right so, so it's a good, pleasant surprise. For pleasantly you. surprised yeah. that I really, really like Jason Momoa mm-hmm. and do. Shall we talk about uh, the ending? Sure. How this movie concluded, or how it didn't conclude? Well, we should say. Yeah. Like I said in my review on Letterboxd, uh, it hinges. Yes. Yeah, it it relies. The ending relies a lot on the success of the second movie, but also I did say that I feel that this movie feels like half of. The first half of an epic story, not half of a movie, right. because it does feel like a complete movie. It does. And you you agreed. I with said, that and as well. that's the first thing I said. That's the was first thing you said. Because I, I had I had other people who had already seen it, who said, "Oh, you're gonna love the movie, but you're gonna hate one thing, and that's the ending, because it's the biggest cliffhanger." And the movie ended, and I was like, Satisfied. "No, no cliffhanger. Like I'm good. As much as like I want to see how this movie plays out." Um, I'm, I'm okay. It would have been worse if it just ended, uh, like a couple scenes before that, before he fought. Yeah, there was, there was the fight in the Sand People's 
clan. The fight was so. I was, was like, so sick. We were all everyone was this, who was, was with a, us. We were all like, so sick. The fight was about to go down, and we were all just saying, like, man, they had better not cut it off right yeah. before the fight. Yeah. And they didn't. They got. Yeah. We got the whole fight. And I, was I, so I was happy. calling it. I'm like, they're. they're I know. They're, I was ready to because throw I had money people on the table. tell me. I had people tell me it's the biggest cliffhanger. Well, and that's what I thought was going like, to happen too, because it's the half of a movie. That's yeah. what I thought, and I was like, you know what? Um, it's totally going to be a big cliffhanger to yeah. get people to buy tickets for the second yeah. movie two years from now. It was not. I was no. very happy. There, the amount of integrity that the crew had making with the ending. Yeah. Very satisfied. Uh, we got a full fight. Yeah. To end to end the movie, uh, that basically said, okay, Timothy Chalamet is now kind of the, the leader of this group. Yeah. Of these people and seems like it. Seems like he's kind or, of shaping yeah, up to a leader. Yeah. To kind of lead these. What are, they, the yeah, what are they called again? The, the sand people. Oh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. So there's too many names to remember. Yeah. I, I struggled with Paul. So, the, but they're the something. they're the people with the blue eyes. Yeah. Um, well, you you get blue eyes just from being exposed to the the spice. I but believe. But not him. Not Paul for some reason. I think you have to be exposed for for like a long time. Mm. I think over time your eyes turn blue. Mm. Is what I understood, but I could so be maybe wrong. Maybe in the next again, one, his I need eyes to read the book. Blue. I don't understand anything. Right, because in one of his visions, his eyes are blue. Yeah. When he's fighting. Because he, he has visions and like he's in armor and he's kind of yeah. like leading these people yeah. into battle. Yeah. We don't really know who the people are, but I yeah. assume they're the natives. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel like we, in the first, in part one, we really cover a vast majority of like these different, the of these different plans. It's very much setting the stage for, I think, what's going to be more of a focused story yes, in more... part two. Where it's maybe only on Dune, and I don't know what I think. I don't know what they're gonna do on Dune. I think what but... we just watched was the world building. We, yeah, we watched the context get built up, so we understand. Yeah, what happens in the second Who's, movie? Who is Paul? Right. We and we now barely kind of know who he is, and we got ninety percent of what this movie was was world building and exposition. Yeah. and history. Yeah, with ten percent story. Yeah. The plot did not go very far in this movie, nope. which I was fine with. It still yeah. was extremely entertaining, but not much happened. Yeah. Basically, uh, the family arrived on this planet, and yeah. the base got exploded, and now they're running away. Yeah, and, and everyone died except and for died Paul and much. Jessica. And that was all that happened in this movie. Mm. If you really want to dumb it down, but it's so really much it's, more it's the fall of a kingdom, right? Story like that's that that was part one is the fall the of a fall kingdom. Of well, I don't know. if... Yeah, you're right. It was the fall of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Well, almost, not quite. Like the blood, like they the bloodline, the bloodline still survived. Still survived yes. technically with one person, yeah. and that's Paul. Yeah, and we don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, I think I think. But if also, I had to predict, Jessica is pregnant. That's true. Could it be a boy? That would be okay. Yeah, you're right. That could be cool. I did. I forgot that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're totally right about that. And there's so I need to watch it again. We're gonna right. watch it again. Yeah, hopefully maybe this weekend. Right? Maybe this weekend. <laughs> hopefully soon. Yeah, because man, I feel like okay. How many times do you predict you're gonna see this movie so in many. between now? And... I I won't. I don't know if someone is like, hey, you want to watch Dune? I'm gonna say yes. Every you'll never single say time. no. I won't. Say you don't no. think you'll get tired of no. it? No, it's a long movie, man. Yeah, to watch a lot. I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll say no. I think I'm with you there. I think I predict watching it. In the next two years, before the next one I'll comes out, I'll probably see it at least five it. times. Probably I'm gonna, more. I'm going to say I might see it close to ten times. Yeah. Based on just the amount of conversations I right. anticipate having where I'm like, 
have you seen Dune? No, right. you haven't seen Dune. We gotta watch. We gotta watch Dune. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I can see that happening quite often. Yeah, and just for my own sake, wanting to right. understand it as much and as like, I possibly share can. Share the experience with people who haven't seen. I it. I know, and, and that's yeah. what makes me say feel confident saying that it's the next Lord of the Rings right. because I don't. Because you have get that me- feeling with Lord I of the do. Rings, right? It's the same feeling. Yeah. I don't have many movies no. where I get that 100%. feeling of like you need to see this and then you want to watch it yeah. and you're watching them the whole time. Like, uh, I think we kind of had this conversation with Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's one of those. We did. Yeah, but Jurassic Park doesn't have the world that no. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars no. does. No, it's not in the it's not in the S tier of. It's like an S tier movie, but it's not an S tier universe. And I feel like Dune right. is shaping up to be up playing with the big dogs it's as far really as like S tier universes. Yeah, because yeah. Dune is a, an experience. It's yeah. not just a movie. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that's what's exciting is it's once in a blue moon that something like this comes along. Yeah. We got it with Star Wars. We got it with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's a couple other examples that I'm probably blanking on. Like Harry, we got it with Harry Potter, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we're getting it again with Dune. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, because it's been a while since we've gotten some of this caliber. It yeah, it feels like it's been a while because like the Star Wars sequels just sucked, right? So it's like yeah, they sucked so bad. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, man. Um, imagine if they got Denis Villeneuve to write the Star Wars sequels. Oh, could you imagine them? what we would have oh. gotten if he did all three? Oh, man, that would have been the insane. Star Wars movies we could have yeah. gotten. Man, oh. oh well. Well, I guess we'll never get those. Yeah, I guess one thing we have to mention Zendaya. We haven't talked about Zendaya at all. She's barely in this so, movie. Barely. Uh, right, but I think we're gonna get a lot of Zendaya in part two. Because it's weird. She's barely in this movie, but she's kind of like the main character. Or a main character. Yeah, well, because he's constantly having visions of her. What, what's her you name? You can tell Chani. she's extremely That's her name important. Yeah, yeah. So, so near the end of the movie, we finally uh, get to see her, not rather than not just in visions, but like Paul actually meets Chani, and uh, yeah. So it just sets the stage for part two, where it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be the Paul and Chani story. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to Jessica, but we'll we'll see. I wonder if we'll still have our podcast by the time the second <laughs> one comes out. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how long-lasting it is. Yeah, but either way, um, I'm hyped, and the next two years are going to be agony. <laughs> I'm I'm like I feel I feel satisfied. Like I want to see. Obviously, I, I want to see part two, but I'm not. I'm I not I, like agonizing over it. I think I I'm a little more like. I need to. I don't know more than yeah. you. I'm. You're like, in. You're in the Dune zone right now. I'm in the Dune zone. I think yeah. you are too, Billy. Like, I am. I. I am like. I was like. I was just bumping the score today. Put my nice earbuds yeah. in and all. Oh. You're. You're. You're in the Dune score zone. Oh, you're in the Hans Zimmer. Well, zone. I'm all about. You're in the I'm, Zimmer I, zone. Yeah, I'm in the Zimmer he's zone. In the, <laughs> he's in the Zim zone, guys. Dude, I am 100 percent in the Zimmer zone. He's right the now. Zimmer zone. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like I've I've heard you're like, always in the Zimmer zone. I, yeah, that's true. Some people are like, oh, he went overboard with Dune. Like, like every time I've driven with you in your car, you're always, you always put on Hans Zimmer. No, not every you time. You do. I do every a lot. I do time. a lot. I do a lot. <laughs> I won't deny that. It's not, not bad. Not, not at all. Yeah. It's awesome. I love how, how big the score was for this big movie. A lot of people, or I don't know, a lot of people, but some people are like, oh, he went too overkill with the score in oh. Dune. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's, are you serious? It's only right that Hans Zimmer did it. Yeah. I don't think anyone else could have 
Like John Williams did Star Wars. Mm. Hans Zimmer did Dune. That makes John sense. Williams couldn't do Dune. No. Well, I think he could have. I just think we've gotten a whole different. Well, it would have been a different feel. Yeah. It wouldn't have fit the Denis Hans Vill- Zimmer Villeneuve. Fits I don't Denis think. Yeah, I don't think John Williams goes with Denis Villeneuve. No. It no, wouldn't work. No, no, no. Yeah. No, he fits like. Well, John Williams is kind of an icon of like the older age yeah. of cinema, whereas Hans Zimmer is kind of the the, the composer new, yes. icon of the new age of exactly. cinema, exactly. the modern age. So, yeah, it fits. It makes sense. Uh, Anyways, I think we can end it there. I've said it's, all I need to say. Oh, dude, I I've convinced myself for in recording this to read the <laughs> book. So I'm there that's what I'm doing. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for if you stuck around for yeah. an, over an hour and a half. Uh, thank you. Uh, not sure why you're still listening to us, <laughs> idiots. Talk. What about are you talking about? We're not something idiots. we don't know. We're having fun. We have no idea what we're talking about, but we're having That's lots true. of fun. We're gonna we, learn though. We're gonna learn what we're talking about here with Dune. I'm excited to we learn. Are. I'm excited yeah. to learn. We'll honestly, we should, we should. Sometime in the future, maybe a few months from now, we should yeah, watch well, it again and do a second podcast right. with yeah, our thoughts. Part two. When we yeah. don't have to do a spoiler exactly. free review. Right. So uh, thanks for listening, guys, okay. and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.